tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Tonight, investigators search home of former sanitation minister Cecilia Dapa after hours of interrogation by special prosecutor. John News is learning in the last hour that the special prosecutor is now expanding the probe into the hoarding of a million dollars plus bundles of other currencies in the minister's house to her close family relations. We have the latest as some MPs demand more than just the arrest of the former sanitation minister. So it's not just about arresting her, but Ghanaians expect agility from the special prosecutor so that we know the source of the money. Because we, we are in need. The country is broke. And so, yes, we want to know the source of the money. If it is our money, uh, it should be made available to us, retrieved with interest. Top Story with Evans Mensah.
And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Investigators are tonight busy at work searching the home of former sanitation minister Cecilia Dapa, who resigned on Saturday. After it emerged, she had stashed $1 million and several bundles of other currencies in her house. She was arrested today and together with her husband were interrogated for hours by the special prosecutor. The monies came to light in court documents filed by state prosecutors who were prosecuting Cecilia Dapai's house helps for allegedly stealing the amount. Now, as the story develops, we are covering it from multiple angles tonight. Carlos Caloni will join me shortly from the Sanitation Ministry. Kweku Asante will join me from Parliament. Samuel Mbura will join from the MPP headquarters. But now let's cross over to Elton Broby, who has been stationed at the office of Special Prosecutor and watched as Madame Cecilia Dapai was driving away under heavy police escort to her home where a search has been underway. Elting uh, joins me right now via Zoom. Elting, we've been learning a lot tonight. What are your sources telling you about how the interrogation went? So Evans, what we, what we know is that it lasted close to five hours. Uh, she was uh, picked up and then the interrogation started before 11 a.m. and then finished before 4 p.m. today. Uh, so close to five hours, they interrogated her. She was there in the presence of uh, the husband and, of course, uh, her lawyers. And she led in terms of answering the questions that were posed by investigators working on behalf of the special prosecutor. So this lasted close to five hours. Currently, as I speak to you, uh, the officers from the OSP, that's the Office of the Special Prosecutor, currently at the Abelimpe home of the former minister, place now designated crime scene because the theft took place in this residence so they are here to search the compound before coming to abalimpe they stopped at the official resident uh, at cantonment this is where she used while serving as minister for uh, water resources and sanitation and clear whether she's moved out but that was the first port of call before now currently at the Abelimpe home of the former minister where they are undertaking a search of the property. Now, some of the things that came up during the interrogation, as I picked for my source at the Office of the Special Prosecutor, how to do with the, 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 what the money, who the money uh, is for, and how come the money was stashed in the residence of the former minister. Now, I'm told that uh, issues about funeral donation came up there was also the issue there was also the suggestion that the money may not be hers and that it may belong to someone else which prompted a question who so the information i picked from uh, the office of the osp is that that opened another avenue where the osp may now have to expand the interrogation to include some close family members and else and this relates to the funeral donation theory Exactly. In fact, we were told over the weekend by the uh, municipal chief executive for Gawes that the money may have been donation that the minister received whilst undertaking the final funeral rise of a late mother. And so my information is that that aspect came up. How much is involved as far as the amount in question is concerned, uh, they are still getting more clarity on the matter. And also whether the, the the sum that is now a matter of investigation by the police and the OSP 
uh, whether all of them belong to the minister or some belong to some family members. And that is where my source is telling me that that is now providing grounds for them to open the investigation to include some other close family members of the former minister. And, and uh, tell us about what you saw as far as her husband is concerned, because you've been there all day watching this unfold. Right, Evan. So from what I've been told today, the focus was on the minister, Madam Cecilia Abnadapa. Even though the husband was also at the office of the special prosecutor, my information is that he was not brought in for questioning. And for that reason, no question was asked of him. Everything was focused on the former minister. But they have not ruled out the involvement of the husband in their investigation, meaning that when they are so minded, they may go into him as well. But now that they have introduced the element of expanding it to cover some family members, the possibility of also placing the husband under arrest is also a, a, a possibility going forward. But for now, they say that it is only uh, the former minister, Abnadapa, who is under arrest and her compound being searched. And you witnessed the way she was brought in and uh, the way she was escorted. And from what I saw on television, you captured this uh, live. This was a pretty heavy police operation. Multiple vehicles escorting her vehicle. You've had multiple vehicles, uh, multiple uh, military and police personnel together with investigators working for the special prosecutor. In fact, the convoy that left the compound, I, I counted about six vehicles, including uh, a private vehicle, by, uh, I'm told, that's the vehicle the former minister and the husband sat in when they left the offices of the special prosecutor, first to cantonment and now at uh, Abelimpe. So these officers, per my information, are trained uh, in terms of how they conduct uh, some of these searches uh, in crime you know, uh, scene, and that's the reason why they've been deployed to undertake this particular exercise. Now, the OSP says that they're taking a serious view of this because apart from the fact that the law mandates them to undertake such an exercise without relying on the former petition, from Friday when the news broke and then the subsequent uh, statement from the minister and then the resignation, the acceptance of the former letter from President Akufado to the minister, they have been inundated with emails from you know cross section of the public asking that they go into this matter. And when they got to the office this morning, they they found loads of envelopes all communicating one thing that the OSP should take an interest in this matter. And so even before they will exercise their right to do so without a petition, they see the the interest that is coming from the public. And that is how come they've been very swift in this matter. Uh, thank you very much, Elton. Reporting us live there from the office of the special prosecutor where he's been stationed all day uh, following for us the interrogation of Madame Cecilia Dapani. If you're just joining us, her multiple homes, now two homes to be very precise, are now being searched as we speak by investigators from the office of the special prosecutor. We've been learning a bit more about this, including the expansion of the probe to include some of his, her family relations. Now, I want to take you to the uh, premises of the the sanitation ministry sanitation water resources ministry where my colleague carlos coloni has been stationed for us uh, engaging some of the workers there considering uh, carlos that today is the first day uh first working day since madame sisleda power resigned on on saturday you've been interacting with the staff how are they reacting to the news so Evans, i will divide the uh, reactions into three 
So there's a first group that believes that the public and the media has been too harsh on the former minister. Their opinion is that she should have been given the chance to explain herself, but mounting pressure on her to resign ahead of the outcome of investigations into the matter was totally unfair. Now, then there's a second group. They are those who appeared indifferent to the entire scandal. To them, it is just one of those things that happen with politicians. And so they believe nothing concrete will come out of the ongoing investigation. In fact, one of them even told me the whole investigation is being staged. So that is the second group, uh, and that's how they've been reacting. The third group, they are of the opinion that the minister should be taken through all laid-down procedure in terms of investigations for her conduct. So they say they want a speedy outcome of the matter since the issue has been in court for some time. They actually do not know what else is being investigated. So, um, Evans, there are those who support her, there are those who are indifferent, and there are those who are calling for her prosecution um, uh, at the ministry. So, uh, some even said they expect a court to sit on her case on daily basis. So, that have been their reaction so far. So, that's a view from those who work with her directly. But there have been uh, other honorary members of the public who've come to the ministry to do business who have a view on what is happening also. So uh, uh, I should say that many Ghanaians actually uh, have declined speaking on the matter publicly, especially the civil servants at the ministry. But those who gathered the courage to speak on condition of anonymity say uh, the money in question is, is huge and is questionable. And so they believe uh, this will further erode the trust Ghanaians have for politicians in the country. So we can take a listen to what they've been telling me. It's, it's, it's serious because if she really had this amount of money in her house, then it's crazy. Because there are a lot of us out there looking for jobs. We want just a means to survive. And then just one person has this lot of money in her house. I think it's not fair. We are all Ghanaians. Yes, the money is questionable. She needs to come out to talk more about it. I mean, she needs to justify why she has such an amount of money in the house. And then I keep asking myself, so if this is in the house, then how much is in the bank? And then we are here each and every year, um, four years, we go voting for same people to come. I don't think the politicians, they are different. The same people come, same people go. It's, it's questionable. Over the weekend, I've been thinking about it and it's crazy. Oh yes, it's going to affect. It is really going to affect because over the weekend, I've had discussion with few colleagues and friends of mine and it seems because of this, even not because of this, even before this issue, they've decided not to vote. They've not, decided not to even enter into politics or talk about it. But then this one too came and then it's, it's affirming their decision. Yes, yeah, so I think it's really going to affect. How to cure, how to care it, I don't, I don't know because Ghanaians are fed up. Let me say, majority of us are fed up today, this, tomorrow, that and we are not seeing any improvement. I was talking to someone over the weekend and the person mentioned since we, we heard that um, the IMF funds have been released, we've not had any development, we've not heard of anything going on and then this scandal just comes up. It's, it's crazy, so I don't think it's going to be kept. Uh, let me take you now to Parliament where this today, although Parliament isn't sitting, members of Parliament who've managed to come around have been talking about this. Uh, I want to bring in Parliamentary Correspondent uh, Kwekwa Santu who joins us right now. Kwekwa, some of the MPs are demanding more than just an arrest of the former minister. Why? Uh, exactly, Evans. And some of them got in exactly what they wanted. I've heard from Yusuf Suleiman, MP for Bolivar Boy, who said that the, um, the outside in Parliament were demanding the setting of the house of Madame Cecilia Dapa, the OSP is exactly doing that now. But the nature of the concerns that have been expressed, especially by the NDC minority MPs,
who are vocal about this, given that their colleagues in the majority are a little bit silent on this issue. They say that they want the investigation to go on speedily. They want some outcome, some resolution, some answers in the coming days. They don't want just mere arrest without more. And they're expecting that in the coming days, the OST will brief us properly in terms of what exactly has been achieved with this investigation. So we can listen to the NDC MPs, particularly Yusuf Suleimana, Mutala Mohammed, and Dr. Clementa Park making this demand. Uh, given the circumstances, which of course has agitated the, the minds of uh, Ghanaians, to discover this uh, quantum of money stolen by house helps in the house of a public servant uh, raises uh, a lot of questions. And so Ghanaians are eager to find out, one, the source of the money, and uh, whether legitimate or not. And uh, secondly, how such big amounts of money could be doing in somebody's uh, residence when we have banks. And as you know, we have rules in this country. Uh, I don't know any bank that would allow for anyone to withdraw $10,000 without an alarm being triggered. So to find out that over a million dollars had been stolen, uh, over 300,000 uh, euros, and several millions of uh, Ghana cities raises uh, a lot of questions. So it's not just about arresting her, but Ghanaians expect agility from the special prosecutor to get to the bottom of these issues so that we know the source of the money. Because we, we are in need. The country is broke. We cannot pay captation grants. Special needs schools have not received feeding grants since uh, January. And so, yes, we want to know the source of the money. Everything is our money. Uh, it should be made available to us, retrieved with interest. Because they do not need to be petitioned before they can commence investigation into the matter. But you see, Machiavelli says that human beings are greedy of wants and needy of gains. As long as you shower your blessings upon them, they are all yours. And I do know that they may shower their blessings upon some people within society, and you find them desperately dependent. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. From Parliament, I want to take you to the uh, NPP headquarters. Uh, Samuel Mbura just returned from the, the party's headquarters. Executives there have taken out the former sanitation minister's name from the party's election committee. Samuel is with me in the studio now. Uh, Samuel, just last week when they announced a list of members of the election committee, she was part, wasn't she? Exactly, Evans. The General Secretary, Justin uh, Frimpong-Kodia, um, after the National Council meeting last week, mentioned her among nine others, including Professor Mike Aaron Okwe, Abankwa Yabua, Alexander Afeyo-Markins, Professor Emmanuel Fuli, Flip Kwesi Nkroma, Rita Talata Sobairi, Efwa Jachiwa, Evans Nemako, 
William Yamwa as members of the elections committee of the MPP to supervise the Superdelegates Congress and the main Congress in November. The National Council also approved of the elections committee to supervise the one electoral college, uh, the special electoral college, and also the November 4th presidential primaries. And the committee is chaired by Right Reverend Professor Mike Iron Queen with Mr. Abankwaebua, Honorable Cecilia Bnadapa, Evans Nimako, and Lydia Yamwa as secretary to the elections committee. Do we have any explanation why her name is now missing? Because clearly from that ink said that her name was in there. I tried engaging the general secretary. He says that we should take the latest statement from the party as official communication. Spokesperson for the elections committee, uh, Alexander Afrinya Markins, also did not explain the reasons. Cecilia Binadapa. What was, was the was the latest list? Was the revised list? So the revised list, uh, we same don't people? have. Yes, yeah, same people minus Cecilia Binadapa. So the number has trimmed from ten to nine. The former sanitation minister was part of the, the list. Those who look into or supervise these elections, the upcoming superdelegates congress, Young and the main man, elections. Please, excuse but me. the latest yeah, report... Excuse me, excuse me. Why, but, but, why. You, have, you, have, you have a list of... The party has given you uh, a list, isn't it? Yeah. So what is your problem? So again? what has happened? Because initially her name was part. The party... Was there an official statement from the party? Was there an official statement from the party? I'm asking you. That you said it was an announcement I'm at the saying, National Council's meeting. Do you have an official statement from the party to that effect? It was a, an official communication I from the General Secretary. You, do you have it? Do you have it? The latest statement in time is what it is. Okay. You go by the latest uh, statement. What else? Uh, joining me on the line right now is Samson Lada, a colleague of mine here, a lawyer as well. Also joining me is Dr. Kojo Asante, Director of Advocacy and Policy Engagement at the Center for Democratic Development. He's also a member of the Anti-Corruption Coalition. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time here on Top Story. Samson, let me start with you. Uh, investigators are searching her home as we speak. Why is her home a place of interest? Well, I would have imagined that the search would have actually been conducted minutes after the investigative authorities became aware of the court documentation uh, containing the 10 counts or 10 charges and the brief facts accompanying the charges suggesting that the this was money that uh, was being stolen over a long period and the couple were unaware until one day the husband, you know, chanced upon one and subsequently discovered that the money was being uh, taken away, uh, particularly that this was the period uh, when the, the CD was just, you know, doing really very badly and we're all being edged and you and I were being uh, pleaded with to tell members of the public not to hoard dollars. Uh, because the, the system was that difficult. And I think at the time, $1 million would have actually made quite uh, some significant 
you know, impact on the situation. So I would have expected that the search, if one has not been conducted earlier, your call has been put on hold. Please wait. If you do not do that, then there will be concealment of uh, what may be there in a manner that uh, will be difficult to trace. But the special prosecutor, more particularly, has powers, uh, including uh, the you know, uh, powers of police. And those powers, the, the the law itself provides that the special prosecutor actually has powers to conduct searches in emergencies. And it says that where they, they suspect on reasonable grounds that a particular property is tainted property or it will provide evidence as to the commission of an offense or that it is necessary to exercise the power of search and seizure in order to prevent the concealment, loss, or destruction of property, or the, the circumstances are so urgent that the immediate exercise of the power without the authority of a warrant, that's, that's, that's the most important thing, without the authority of a warrant or the order of a court is required, then they would do the search on a person or enter the premises and search the property. And if the property is found, seized, then uh, the property should be seized. That's what the law says. So so in other words, you're looking possibly if there is more money in these two homes that you're searching. Yes, because a home that is said to contain money that the owners themselves appear not to... To, to have to have a, a good sense of how much of it has been taken away, it's it's a crime scene, mm. and the state, uh, the OSV that is now doing this uh, should should be doing so if uh, concealment or loss has not already taken place. Yeah, and indeed, uh, Elton uh, just confirming to me that she hasn't been officially charged yet. Something, stay with me. Let me bring in Doctor Koja Sante. Uh, dog, I know anti-corruption campaigners have been calling for the special prosecutor or for some other state agency to step in. Uh, tonight, she's been arrested. Her home, uh, home's being searched. Good move? Yeah, I think that's the only way to get to the bottom of this matter. Uh, good evening to everybody. Yeah, I think I think without it, you know, then, of course, it stays in the realm of speculation. But I think there was enough red flags. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Well, I mean, it's not interesting, but it seems to be a common pattern that is only when there is a public exposure of some of these red flags that we actually get action from from state state you know institutions. I mean, something was right that at the time when the matter happened, if the police had gone into the place and somebody had told you that somebody had stolen these amounts of money, one million dollars, three hundred thousand euros, and all of the other things. Uh, any policeman going there will be asking, you know, what's, who is this person? What do they do that they are having all this money and is being stolen? That itself would have raised all kinds of investigations. Apart from the fact that you sympathize with the person and, and the fact that it's a victim of theft. But because of the, the position of the person, that would have raised a lot of red flags. The fact that none of us knew about this or there wasn't any further investigation until the evidence in court suggests that you know the system still doesn't have triggers 
uh, and the motivation for you know dealing with these things uh, in a preventive manner to make sure that people know what kinds of behaviors that there should be in in public service. So um, it's come out now, and I think the right action is taking. The investigations would would uncover whatever we are all trying to understand. Um, is was you know how was this money end? And you know, uh, um, is it legitimate or not? And so on and so forth. And we would, I'm sure, we'll get to the bottom of that very soon. And it's something she she hasn't been charged, but under the OSP Act, what is the OSP allowed to slap her with? Well, I think I mean the OP, the, so, uh, the OSP's uh, powers are, are quite extensive because once you know uh, under the current law, uh, there are ports of offences that uh, given to the OSP for politically exposed persons, including, you know, procurement breaches, including, you know, corruption offenses under the criminal code, um, and, you know, other offenses. So they will look at, they will begin to look at what the evidence uh, is, is, is generated. But at this point, I think just the unexplained, unexplained wealth, uh, the suspicion around it that this might have been acquired illegally, is what is you know is moving on, but it could be tax, tax uh, fraud, or any kinds of other kinds of uh, uh, offenses that might 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 come up. And if the OSP's mandate doesn't cover it, then some other agency, uh, you know, can come in, including the FIC or any of the other uh, agencies like EOCO and so on and so forth. So I mean, we don't know, and I'm sure we'll hear more as the investigations go on. And something, um, on the subject of declaration of asset, now that we know the OSP is actively involved here, do you expect the OSP to be reaching out to the Auditor General, uh, co- coordinating possible restrict also on this, on sealing what she declared and then comparing it with what we now know she possibly has, con- considering what her answers will be about how she came by that money? I, I, I imagine the OSP would have uh, begun the steps already, especially that, as you have reported, they have spoken to um, the, Madame Cecilia Dapa and the husband, and they seem to want to be mentioning other people or suggesting that the money may belong to someone else or belong to a, you know, a group of people. They would bring in people, including maybe the immediate family, if they are being mentioned as having a stake in it, uh, you know, the, the funeral kind of scenario, that kind of joke, you know, um, if they were bringing all of that, then uh, it is important to, to know a few things. If you look at the 10 counts, which have been amended once, amended twice, amended on the 5th and amended on the 20th, you will see that all the 10 counts, nine of the counts show that what is missing is her property. It is only one count which the property is attributed to the husband, and that is uh, his kente cloth and suits, the stuff that were picked, and the value of it. But the money they state on the charge sheet without any equivocation, categorically, that they are her property. And the Constitution in Article uh, 286, Clause 4, is very clear. For as long as um, what it is that is found, there's no sufficient explanation to show that the money is reasonably attributable to her income, her, her, what she has been earning. 
it's attributable to a gift that she may have gotten or a loan or an inheritance or any you know reasonable source of income then the osp is expected clearly to use the asset declaration to make this particular determination that the money has been has been uh, uh, was acquired or the property is acquired in contravention of the law and in that respect the osp has a three-pronged mandate investigate um, uh, recover and also to take steps to prevent so it will then recover Interesting times indeed. And, and, and very quickly, uh, Dr. Santa, you expressed the skepticism about the timing of the search and, and what it will yield. Many shared that view as well. But also, if you look at the timing of this, we learned about this Friday morning, the weekend then elapsed. On Monday, there's action. Um, the OSP, many will suggest, has done what they could reasonably do under the circumstances. You know, this, is, this is the best we can expect. Do you disagree? No, so my, my reference to the timing of the search was, you know, when when the uh, the actual incident took place, which was now a year ago, I believe, right, that when the police went in to investigate this matter, that the circumstances surrounding it would have raised other, uh, other issues. Uh, but that didn't happen until the evidence presented in court, you know, kind of gave it some public exposure and brought the matter into the public domain. Where, so as for the OSP's actions now, that is exactly what you expect to happen. But I was referring to when it, it happened. So yes, certainly uh, the actions that have happened, and I suspect also that Madame Sigadapa is already, I think, right from the beginning, uh, is you know cooperating with with the authorities. There doesn't seem to be any resistance to uh, sort of trying to establish. Uh, the truth around what has happened. So I think that is good. It helps us all to sort of get to the bottom of the matter. And if there are uh, offenses that have been, you know, have been committed, then you know the appropriate uh, laws would apply. Thank you very much, Dr. Koja Santa with the CDD. Something Ladi Ayenini uh, is a lawyer. If you're just joining us, top story this hour: the homes, two homes of the former sanitation and water resources minister, Madame Cecilia Dapa, is tonight being searched by officers of the Office of the Special Prosecutor. Also, the Office of the Special Prosecutor, from what our sources tell us, is expanding the investigations and will include uh, a probe into uh, close relations of the minister. And it may follow, uh, that may follow, uh, from answers that she may have given to investigators today after she was interrogated for up to five hours in which she may have mentioned that the amounts were not necessarily hers and may also belong to some other family members as our sources uh, tell us tonight. We're also learning tonight that she hasn't been formally charged just yet. But the search is happening. We're keeping a close eye. Our sources there are telling us uh, a lot. We'll bring you the very latest as and when we know more from the search happening in her home right now. News Night starts now. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 